Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. Welcome back. Hello. We have a fun episode today. Our guests, because there's multiple ones, I yes. guess, will pop in in a minute, but we wanted to give you a brief intro. So our main guest is Nate Trainer. Nate has a rare condition called Jobert syndrome. He is an adult, non-speaking man in his 30s who uses a device and a facilitator to type words. So this process is known as a form of AAC, known as facilitated communication. Nate just wrote and published a book called Nate's Triumph, Presuming Competence and the Fight for Inclusion. The book intimately describes his struggles to be included in the public education and greater community. He advocates for human rights of Mm non-speakers, the disabled, the neurodiverse, Mm -hmm. and really wants to promote his book and the message of inclusivity, because he believes that inclusion and equity in schools will ultimately benefit everyone, which we totally agree. So much of Nate's book covers topics that we'll touch on a little bit in the questions that we have for him. For example, looking at administrators, teachers, counselors, how we can become better advocates, how we empower parents, what role does kindness play in education. So we're really excited for this conversation. Absolutely. And just a little bit of background about the, so when we say AAC, we're talking about the augmentative alternative communication and the type that he uses, which man had references facilitated communication is because it's a supportive typing. So basically he's using rapid prompting method, RPM, and letter boards. So it's really unique in that he types, or I'm sorry, he would like press a key on an iPad, which is like the external keyboard that he has for it, with the iWordQ app. And then he has a human facilitator creating resistance to restrict unintended movement or unintentional keystrokes to ensure that like what he is trying to communicate, like the accuracy of it. His facilitator also helps reset his arm to shift to the next key. And the ultimate goal is to work towards typing without a facilitator, progressing from physical support to verbal support to no support. However, at this point in Nate's ability, he still needs some physical support. It's slow, it's challenging, but it's the best option that he has. And there is some controversy about the method that Nate himself describes in detail in the book. And, you know, we did get a chance to speak to his mom, Jean, and his sixth grade teacher, who is also a family friend, Shelby. So really, we do a really great job of talking to all the people that are supporting him as well as Nate himself. And we are have a couple of questions and we're going to go to Nate first. So Amanda, do you want to start with question one? Hey, Nate. So we wanted to know what inspired you to write your book? Writing this book is so important to me because I want to inspire others to keep going in the face of adversity and to share the importance of community and treating everyone with kindness and respect. I worked on the book for three years. When I could type. Nate, what is the one thing you wish everybody knew about inclusion? How easy it can be with the proper supports. Teachers, students, and parents. 
Can you tell us about some of your favorite memories? Going to awesome Sea World and the ocean. Nate, what are some of your struggles? When people doubt my intelligence and doubt that I am able to type. Do you ever feel tired of people judging you? Yes, but I am used to it. I like to prove them wrong. Nate, we'd love you to take this opportunity to let our listeners and, and anybody else who, who may come across this podcast, what message do you want to send to them about your communication challenges? Keep trying to communicate and never give up on your goals. It will be worth it. We love advice. So are you, can you give us some advice yes. for educators? Yes. Try to presume competence and always believe in your students. Why is presuming competence important? Presuming competence is important because it gives freedom to all those that wish to communicate. We get a better understanding of people's thoughts and rights. What is your hope for the future, for you, for the community? I hope to send the message to presume competence. I hope that I can be a voice for those who cannot speak for their rights. Nate, we so appreciate you coming on to our podcast. Where can people purchase your book? You can purchase my book on Amazon as a paperback or as a Kindle book. And now we will speak to Nate's mom, Jean, and his teacher, Shelby. Jean, thank you so much for being on as well. Jean is Nate's mom. Thank you for coming on as well. We, we so appreciate it. I know we got some great information from Nate. He's, you know, such an inspiration, but, you know, from him, I'm sure he gets a lot of inspiration from you. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience and, you know, helping Nate with the book and everything? Sure. So Nate has a, a very rare syndrome that affects his motor coordination, so affects his walking and his speaking. So he types to communicate, and he types with one finger. So needless to say, it takes a long time to write a book. But he was uh, labeled as severely and profoundly retarded at the age of two, and he started attending a segregated school for kids with disabilities at that age. And then at the age of six, we learned about inclusive education and transferred him to Hanson Elementary School, which was not our community, but it was nearby. And they had this inclusive philosophy that all kids can learn together. And so he was included two years there and then in his neighborhood school for his K through 12 education. And we were very grateful for that because he was learning even though he wasn't able to communicate mm -hmm. what he was learning until he was 21. And after we found this supported typing, facilitated communication method for him to type, he, for one of the first things he typed was that he wanted to write a book. And so mm -hmm. Love he it. has published Nate's Triumph. And that's why we're talking to you today. <laughs> And, you know, we have the pleasure of actually having one of his teachers on with us today as well. And I wanted to kind of throw it over to Shelby. Shelby, thank you so much for joining us. Well, absolutely. This is so exciting for me as well. I had Nate in sixth grade. We were family friends as well. So I could not wait until I would have him in my classroom. Yeah. And when I did, I learned so much and so did the kids. And I think this podcast is so important for parents, for educators, anybody that is questioning inclusion, I think the book has a lot um, to offer. And Shelby, when he was in your classroom, had you had any experience in trying to have 
kiddos of different abilities be included? Was Nate one of your first? What was your experience up to that point? Nate was the first person that had physical disabilities as well as being nonverbal. So that would be the first student that I had that was nonverbal. And at the time, we didn't have facilitated communication, so we used all different kinds of things. And when he was 21 and facilitated communication was available to him, I found out that he had understood everything that we had said and he was learning the whole time. Absolutely. And, you know, Nate talked to it in regards to competency and we say it up and down through the rooftops, you know, even behavior is communication. We as humans Uh can communicate whether you're nonverbal or not, like it, you know, speech and language services is still very important. And now with the augmentative communication devices and the PECs, and I mean, there's a plethora of things out there, but I think it's overwhelming sometimes for parents. So to hear kind of your perspective and then to hear from Nate himself, you know, I think before, you know, this, maybe some people think, oh, Stephen Hawking, you know, he has, you know, da, da, da. And instead of kind of putting these labels on these kiddos, you know, we just look at them like humans because, <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. they just don't. Yeah, and I think it's great for parents, especially of younger kiddos, to see because I think a lot of times, I actually was just in an IEP where an assistive technology assessment was recommended and the parents wasn't sure, like, you know, what is this going to look like, not only, like, right now, but in the future. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they all, parents always look at, like, not just the future of their education, but, like, what are they going to be, how are they going to be able to utilize this? Is this going to be functional? Is this going to be practical in real life? So seeing it being utilized in not only like day-to-day life but in writing a book right Mm -hmm. a career something that is more than just you know what I think parents would see early on in the early years of asking for food a snack right there's so much more functionality to it now technology is wonderful and as the book kind of addresses you know there's different levels not everybody would do well with facilitated communication right But my goodness, if that is a way that somebody can communicate, why wouldn't you do it? And, you know, it just depends on what kind of support do you need physically, you know, in the classroom? Right. What kind of language do you have? Do you have vocabulary? Don't you have vocabulary? And then, of course, like you said, the emotional behavioral. But in order for you to address any of that, you have to have the three things addressed in the book, which would be the trust, the confidence, and the security. And that's why... In my classroom, even though I did not really know that he understood everything, you know, my job was to figure out how could I incorporate the whole class, Mm -hmm. not just me, but everybody, Mm -hmm. how could we make me included and do as much as he could, you know, with whatever projects that we were doing or, or learning. And I think once parents saw what was happening and that I didn't just leave everybody else alone and I was just working with Nate because right. he had a paraeducator in the classroom too. But I think the students themselves after the year they had with Nate, they actually taught their parents, you know, hey, this is he's part of our community. This is public education. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a right to mm-hmm. learn. Well with dignity. And, with and I think dignity. that you gave that absolutely. to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, you know, I wish I had have read I mean Going back in time, just all of the presuming competence. We didn't know. We don't right. know. Nobody can go inside of Nate's brain right. and right. figure out. Sure, he was labeled right away. And, you know, thank goodness 
the labels are not as severe as what they did. In, in we we say here labels are for clothes, Shelby, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I agree totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right on. Yeah. But that presuming confidence, you know, that meaning to include others and be confident in their abilities, even if they're not apparent to us. And the one part that I just really wanted to emphasize was no matter who you are attempting to communicate, and this is on page 81, no matter who you're attempting to communicate with, you must assume that they understand you and they are a living, thinking, Thank you. and feeling person. Mm -hmm. It has to start there. Right. And then we go with the communication. Absolutely. And we're honored to have you both on as well as Nate. Thank you, ladies, for your time. Please let Nate know that we were so excited to have him on. And listeners, please pick up the book. It is so heartwarming to have, you know, just a different perspective. And that's what we try to bring here, right, is the different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And this is a very unique one. And Nate's a gem. And we thank you, ladies, for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.